0: I'm Christian Esguera, and welcome to tonight's episode of After The Fact, where we get to see things more clearly, and we get a better sense of the truth. Let's start by dissecting the news. At 76 years old and not exactly in the pink of health, President Rodrigo Duterte is being urged by his own political party to run for vice president next year. Party officials, at least those who showed up in the National Council meeting, held Uh, against the wishes of the party president, Senator Manny Pacquiao, earlier this week, claim it's all about continuity of the kind of government established by Duterte in the last five years. For good measure, the president will be given the option to choose his own running mate who could end up being his very own daughter. As we speak, there are signature campaigns across villages across the country urging quote-unquote Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte to run for president next year. Now, a Sara Duterte and Rodrigo Duterte tandem, of course, won't be a surprise anymore. You saw it in Davao City, which the family has firmly controlled for over 20 years. But to extend this political dynasty to the very top of Philippine politics is something else. Others call it brazen. But who cares, they say, if voters want it? Tonight, we'll discuss this emerging daughter and father ticket for the 2022 elections and how it will reflect on our electoral system and democracy. Be part of our discussions, send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANCAfterTheFact. Uh, Joining us tonight is Attorney Howard He He's one of the conveners of the Isambayan Coalition, a group currently looking for a lone presidential candidate for the opposition. Later, we will be joined by Attorney Raul Ambino. He's the uh, Vice President for External Affairs of PDP Laban. We're still trying to get in touch with him, but he's supposed to join the program. We will have you. We will have him later on the program. In the meantime, good evening, uh, Attorney Calieja, and thank you for joining us on the program.
1: Yes, uh, Christian. Good evening. Magandang gabi po. Magandang gabi sa mga televiewers. Sa mga... Okay.
0: I'd like to ask about the, uh, the position of the uh, Isang Bayan coalition or even you personally as one of the conveners of Isambayan. The first time you heard this so-called resolution urging President Duterte to run for Vice President, this resolution came from his own political party, the ruling PDP-Laban Party.
1: Well, uh, Christian, napakalinaw po. No? Uh, I already said uh, a few days ago when we first heard this, na this is a mockery of the Constitution. Uh, ginagawang katatawanan at sabi ko nga, this is the joke of the worst kind. no. So hindi dapat ito gawin dahil sa, am- sa aking paniling, patingin at sa isang bayan, ito ay uh, unconstitutional. It goes against the letter, intent, and the spirit of the Constitution. And uh, not only that, it also violates... Uh, especially if uh, mayor Sara will run as well then it violates as well the basic uh, constitutional prohibition against political dynasty the, uh, political dynasty to the to the very hill no because it is a dynasty in the national level So we feel mm-hmm. that this is uh, an insult to the Filipino people and we feel that uh, uh, whatever happens uh, we trust that the Philippi- Filipino people will see this as a selfish move. Nothing, only, nothing to the benefit of the people, but only to perpetuate power uh, to one family. Uh, so I think that uh, it will be rejected uh, come uh, May 9, 2020.
0: So you think it will, be re- uh, it will be rejected next year in 2022 in case the, do- the, the daughter and the father uh, decide to run for president and vice president? But in reality, do you think Filipinos really care about political dynasties
1: in principle? Okay. Yeah, I think so. The political dynasties, you know, um, syempre, iba ang nasa local, iba naman ang nasa national. I think, as I said, no, um, the Davao uh, formula uh, might have worked in the local uh, arena or in local politics, but uh, I doubt if uh it will work in the national uh, politics. We Christian, we are 110, 116 million Filipinos. Walana bang iba? yang ibig lang sabihin nito, ang PDP laban, wala na silang ibang maihaharap sa Pilipino. Ibig sabihin, ang kanilang mga resources, ang kanilang na naiisip, ang kanilang plataforma, e eh, yun pa rin pong palpak na plataforma, palpak na gobyerno na binigay nitong last five years. So do we want more of that? Uh, we in Bayan uh, give a resounding no. We want a... Roadmap to recovery from the pandemic, recovery from our economic woes, a a president that would fight, or leaders that would fight for the Philippines and the Filipino people, rather than protect China and Chinese interests.
0: Okay. Now you said that this will be a, a violation of the polit, uh, constitutional provision against political dynasties. Of course, there is a provision against political dynasties in the nineteen eighty seven Constitution, but in the absence of an in, of an enabling law. Since 1986 until now. Wala talagang ginagwa, hindi kumikilos, hindi natatapos yung anti political dynasty uh, law in Congress, specifically in the House of Representatives. Uh, do, do you think this could actually be seen as a violation? Because if you look at the different election cycles that we have, there are certain dynasties that end up getting defeated. There are also political dynasties that end up winning. There are fat and thin dynasties based on this uh, Ateneo School of Government study. That's why the context of my question is, is it really an issue for the voters?
1: Yeah, uh, kasi kung titignan natin yung constitution natin, uh, Christian, there are things that are operative just by being in the constitution. The, self-executory. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, self-executory. self-executory. Yeah. Um, ex- ex- except that this, uh, this provision for political dynasties, nakalagay naman dun specifically as provided by law. So meaning, it is uh, the operative word. There is as provided by law, so there should be a law. There should be an enabling law uh, made by Congress. No, but uh, all all I all I was saying na is, you know, the spirit of the Constitution. Ang gusto ng mga framers ng Constitution is eh, uh, with regards to political dynasty is to stop political dynasty. So, uh, like what I said, this is political dynasty in the highest level, which is the national level. But uh, then again, also. As I said, uh, the intent and the spirit on the re-election on a person having to serve more than one term as president or the possibility of a person to serve more than one term as president, that is very clear also in our constitution as illegal and something that was prevented in the 1987 constitution. So if he would run as vice president, then I think there would be a violation there as well.
0: Okay, to explain this further to our viewers, because uh, your position is that if he wins uh, the vice presidential election and he ends up being vice president, and something happens to the president, he would assume that position, and that would violate the constitutional ban against yeah. uh, enjoying more than a single term. Is that the position? Yeah.
1: It is very clear. If you study the debates of the commission, uh, the constitutional commission, it is very clear. That remember, prior to this, the 1935 Constitution uh, and the 1971 Constitution gave a limit of 4 four years uh, and allowing a uh, re-election. So, klaro po yon, 4 plus 4, so 8 years. So, ang nangyari po dito sa ating uh, 1987, ginawa po itong 6 years pero no reelection Because ang tingin po natin, when you are president, then that is your crowning glory hindi na dapat ginagawa mo, ginagamit mo ito for your purpose of political gain or re-election for the next term. So you're not thinking of re-election, you don't have any political um, ambition to think of so that ang iisipin mo lang for the six years of your service to the Filipino people, eh ano po yung magagawa mo para sa kapakanan ng taong okay. bayan? Does hindi para sa kapakanan ng yung politika. Parang, I'd on.
0: like to engage you further in this because you're also hearing <clears throat> certain arguments uh, citing, for instance, the case of former President Gloria Macapagal-Arroyo who became House Speaker and then of course, former President Joseph Estrada who ran unsuccessfully for President again in 2010 but he became Mayor in 2013. So what basically is the big difference between Duterte running for Vice President and the two politicians I mentioned?
1: Yeah. Um, narinig ko rin yan nung nagkaroon na sila ng uh, convention sa PDP. That's one of the examples na binigay nila na pwedeng tumakbo ulit. Pero kung titingnan natin yung... Uh, Article 7 uh, on the president and vice president. It talks about the election of president and vice president. It does not talk of any other position. So, claro, tayo jan. Number, secondly, if you look at uh, the example, as you said, Christian, President Gloria, she was a uh, speaker. When, if you look at the process of succession, the speaker is the fourth on the line of succession. If uh, the president, vice president, senate president, uh, is incapacitated death or something like that. So kung natin, only in succession is the vice president to assume the role of the president and finish the term or the unspent term of the president. If it is the Senate Senate president, speaker, or the chief justice, depends on the line of succession, as the case may be, they are not there to assume the unexpired term. They are there only on in an interim basis, not as president, but on an interim basis to call for an election. So they will not serve as president and serve the term. Here, the term of the president, very clear, is only one term, six years, no re-election. Now, if you will allow a vice president uh, to run, a former president to run as vice president, then there is an opportunity, not by re-election, but by succession, to go around the constitutional uh, prohibition, which is very clear. So what we are saying is, what has been prohibited directly cannot be done indirectly. Uh, so that po malinaw na malinaw po yon. We have to look at the letter of the Constitution, the intent and the spirit of the Constitution. So klaro okay. po yon. Kung, kung gagawin po natin yung uh, example ni Gloria, Makapagal, nga, as, as we said. So klaro po yon na kung kunyari, matang na umasok siya at maging as I said, it would only be a caretaker for the purposes of calling for an election and not okay. to sit an expired term.
0: Okay, that's clear. Uh, Of course, uh, just to uh, remind our viewers, we're still trying to get in touch with uh, Attorney Raul Lambino, the uh, Vice President for External External Affairs of PDP Laban, President Rodrigo Duterte's political party. Uh, Attorney Lambino had agreed initially to be part of this uh, conversation with Attorney Calheja. We're still trying to get in touch with him to get the side of the PDP Laban regarding this uh, very interesting development that we saw. Uh, over the past uh, few days, so so basically, you're seeing a legal impediment uh, in case President Rodrigo Duterte uh, indeed is convinced, quote unquote, to run for vice president. And will you go to court to question this in case he uh, indeed runs?
1: Yeah, the the operative word there is once he files a certificate of uh, candidacy or C.O.C. I think then it is ripe for question uh, with the Pomelec because it would be the Pomelec that will decide because don't put inela. And then, or if you really want to push the push the lever, then maybe go straight to the to the Supreme Court on certiorari. But I think the proper remedy here is uh, to the Pomelec for a uh, question on uh, uh, ineligibility of filing uh, the certificate of candidacy because of disqualification.
0: But ultimately, this can also end up in the Supreme Court, right?
1: Of course, if uh, any decision of the Pomelec will, uh, of course, be set on a, uh, on appeal or for certiorari to the uh,
0: Supreme Court. Okay. Now, for those, uh, th- there's also there are also mm-hmm. certain perspectives saying that um, political dynasties are a big issue at the local level. But if you bring political dynasties at the national level, you can also argue that uh, you're dealing here with the entire country with a much larger larger electorate, and it's very hard to control uh, the, the voters' attitude with resources, for instance or any semblance of influence coming from a particular position in the national government that's why they're saying that well it can be an issue and it indeed is an issue at the local level but in the national level it's not exactly a problem political dynasties how, how would you respond to that
1: sa akin niya, christian mas problema dahil mas malaki ang government resources mas malaki ang government machinery mas malaki ang uh, uh, control meaning a a mayor uh is ho- covering a small portion which does not affect uh the whole country. But the country, if you have an authoritarian, a dictatorial uh, leader, just like what we have, eh, it would affect everybody. And, uh you know, um if we say that it is possible in the national, the parang bali wala na Christian yung ating political dynasty provisions sa Constitution. Because, oh, sasabihin, pwede pala sa Presidente, di wag natin issue, yung yung mayor or yung governor, you know, ako, I have been really uh, amazed by how a lot of local officials uh, circumvent the issue on political dynasty. But of, but of course, because there's still no enabling law, they can they can do it uh, at this point. Uh, sadly, the Congress has been remiss with this uh, position. If you ask me, if you really have a good president or a a president that really cares for the country, then that should have been one of the priority bills once he or si, she sits uh, so, as president.
0: So parang walang presidente na naging prioridad yung anti-political dynasty bill because since 1986, since 1987, we haven't seen an anti-political dynasty law in Congress given That's the that. fact that whoever sits in Malacanang... Uh, in reality, based on experience, gets co- gets to control Congress, in particular, the House of Representatives. Because I yeah. think this also it's also unfair to raise the issue of political dynasty only against President Duterte. Because even people from the opposition, from other political colours are guilty of this. It just so happened that uh, these people today are floating the possibility of a Duterte-Duterte tandem at the highest levels of government.
1: Yeah, at the highest, uh, sabi ko nga, this is the joke at the worst worst degree or worst joke ever. Kasi nga, it brings to the the issue of, of political dynasty to the highest level. And um, as I said, uh, there are a lot of uh, uh, bills on political dynasty that has been filed since uh, the time of 40. But then again, sadly, uh, for one reason or the other, Congress has failed to really pass a bill uh, that would... Uh, Enable this provision of the Constitution.
0: Isn't the answer uh, quite obvious? They don't want to legislate something that would go against their own interests.
1: Well, I think, uh, you know, that's the elephant in the room. That's the interest that really, you know, at the end of the day, I think uh, uh, personal interest was uh, bigger than uh, interest for the people in the country.
0: Yes, there's something I I would also like to ask in case (laughs) we get uh, Attorney Lambino. Um, on board or on air tonight uh, I I keep asking this uh, question uh, during conversations, kahit hindi taga-opposition or taga-administration but in particular, for instance, PDP Laban you know that PDP Laban has a federalism institute and uh, the federal constitution that they drafted, the product of that federalism institute explicitly includes a provision against political dynasties, self-executing if I'm not mistaken but definitely that is part of their advocacy. So it uh, it boggles the mind somehow why this very party built on clear principles, including an advocacy against political dynasties, would embrace something like this.
1: Precisely, Christian, it, it, it also baffles my mind. I am also one to to have a a second look with the Constitution, whether it's federalism or whatever, No, but I think what is important there is they have to stand by their principles. And uh, one of these principles, as you said already, is the political dynasty. So I think it is very clear that uh, the issue of running of the of the president to vice president is not built on any principle or any solid ground of, uh, let's say, uh, program of government, but really to instill. The third brand of uh, leadership, the third brand of leadership, to perpetuate such a uh, dynastic and um, authoritarian rule. I think that is the main objective to for personal gain. There's really nothing, uh nothing I can see that uh, would benefit the Filipino people by having a uh, six more years or another term of this presidency. Alam naman natin yan, Christian. Kahit na sa pag yun tatay binigay sa anak, yung pagka-mayor, alam natin na yung mga barangay captain, pumupunta pa rin sa tatay. And then after three years, papalit na naman sila. And same thing in Davao. Alam naman natin kahit Vice Mayor si si President Duterte noon, who calls the shot? It is also uh, the, the Vice Mayor at that time. Um, yeah, oh, ang, that, that, that... ang nakakatawa nga dito, Christian, even in their resolution, they are giving the Vice Presidential Candidate the option or the chance to choose his presidential candidate. Where in the world can you see a vice presidential candidate choosing his or her presidential candidate? Obviously, the presidential candidate is now a puppet of the vice president. So obviously, we see who takes the shot. Again, contrary to the tenets, spirit, intent of the Constitution, that the president or the person who has served... uh, uh, the seat of presidency for more than four years actually cannot serve anymore. One term lang po. Wag na natin pong patagalin pa.
0: Okay, I'd like to read a comment because uh, uh, Professor Edna ko is watching this interview with you. Um, she sent a message. According to her, I hope she doesn't mind me my reading this this uh, this comment of hers. Attorney Kalie has view. Questioning the father daughter tandem is very legalist. Bring it to Comelec or even to Supreme Court, but legal bodies are very politicized as well. And of course, this is also true. Okay. Understood. Political dynasty is too big a challenge to Filipino voters, according to her. And voters sadly have bad politics and will choose regardless of dynasty. And lastly, she said idealism is too high. Better to focus on people who will vote not to argue much and pin hope on legal
1: measures. Understood. You uh, agree po okay, Ma'am Edna, um, Professor Edna, with all uh, with all due respect, I agree. That's why po, we in isang sabi nga, we are really uh, forming the slate to really find an alternative to this Duterte uh, administration. Also, we are very worried. Kasi nga, sabi po, even if I file a case with the comelec, you have to understand, Christian, but now, 5 out of 7 commissioners were appointed by the president with a majority from Davao or have any connection from Davao come February, How about the Supreme Court uh, Supreme Court there's I think 13 uh not uh yeah uh 12 out of uh, 14 kasi may isang ngayon so are the 30 appointees but you have to remember by February 2022 there would be three commissioners who will retire so by February, you would have now seven commissioners, all from Duterte. And sabi ko nga, how will you have a level playing field in that sort of scenario? Um, I'd I also hope, like to can... hope that we will uh, have a uh, uh, clean and honest elections come May 2020.
0: Let's hope indeed. <laughs> I'd like to ask about this uh, because uh, whenever we talk about political dynasties, I I, I usually heard this from uh, former President Joseph Estrada whenever he's asked uh, about the political dynasty that he built in San Juan, which of course uh, crumbled in 2019. He said it's not an issue when you talk about political dynasties because the, the choice ultimately is with the people, the voters, whether they would vote for a member of the same family, uh, who has been running the uh, politics in a particular area. So don't you think this is also an argument that can be used by those supporting a possible Duterte-Duterte tandem in 2022, that ultimately we are in a democracy, you leave it up to the people to make that decision
1: in the, ba- in the ballot? Uh, I po. Agree po ako because ultimately it would be the people to decide. But also we have to remember that we have a constitution that our our set of laws, our basic laws to be protected and to serve, no, and to, to follow. Uh, the president, when he took his office, his oath of office, he promised he took an oath to protect and implement the Constitution. Part of it uh, is the political dynasty. Part of it is only running for one term. So as I said, these two provisions are clearly, in my uh, my understanding, in my opinion, uh, violative of any intent of the sitting president, Rodrigo Duterte, to run as vice president come uh, uh, May 9,
0: 2020 Okay. Uh, is Isambayan bothered uh, with a possible Duterte-Duterte tandem in 2022? Do you think
1: you can beat this tandem? Um, to be honest, Christian, I think we can beat any um, ticket, any combination that the administration would uh, field in the next election. Why? Because I feel that with our broad coalition, we stick with a united opposition, uh, an alternative slate for president, vice president, and 12 senators. If we achieve that, and by October, we filled a complete slate, a single slate that will run for, uh, for the election of May 9, 2022, we achieve our unity, and then we will win. And I would predict that with a unified slate, Christian, we would win not only by a uh, plurality, but our candidates will win by a majority vote. And hopefully by this time, we would have a majority president, a healing president, a uniting president, a president that the country would need and serve. Okay, later
0: we're going to talk about those criteria that you're going to announce on June 12 in greater detail. And I personally am very interested with your strategy how you intend to win because again as observed by um, professor Edna Co you sound too idealistic but of course i'm sure you guys know the realities of philippine politics here na kahit anong discussion natin dito against against and about political dynasties on the ground pag nagbigay ng na isang malaking pera for instance o patuloy na nakikinabang yung mga barangay captains from the incumbent or that same family they don't care about political dynasties and that exactly cannot that cannot exactly be taken against them because for them, that is the smart choice. That's why whenever we talk about uh making the, the the right choice or voting smart during elections, what exactly do you mean by smart vote? So mamay, pag-uusapan natin yan. That's
1: the question. We're not ready to put in the towel. you know. We're not ready to throw in the towel. We are uh gearing for a fight. It is a challenging fight. It will be a mountain to climb, a big fight. But as I say, you know, every time a, a uh, David can always slay a Goliath.
0: Okay. There's an interesting question from journalist Verhel Santos. He's also watching uh, this conversation. He said, Between a competent and right-minded candidate and one short on either quality, but seen to have a great chance to beat the Dutertes, which choice goes? Again, uh, a simple reality check here.
1: Well, to the pragmatic... Uh Politician, of course, winnability would be a a very big factor. But I think we in Isang Bayan, we can do a balance between capability and winnability. And I think, uh, uh, I hope that uh, the people will trust the process. You see that it would be a transparent way of selecting not only who is winnable, but also who is capable. So we would strike a balance between capability and one's winnability or one's ability to run a national campaign and win. So I think, uh, I hope the people will participate and trust that we will come up with the best candidate given the circumstances uh, uh, that we have now, especially for May 2022.
0: Okay. Now, earlier there was this uh, photo tweeted or shared on social media showing a former Camarines um, Representative Rolando Andaya. I think he was in a plane on his way to the Vau City. He was saying something about a done deal that uh, vice, that, that, that's Sarah Duterte would indeed run perhaps for president, but there was a picture of another person behind him. In, in that photo, there was another person behind him. I think Gilbert. it's former Defense Secretary uh, Gilbert Chidoro. Yes, uh, What I, do you think of this? You
1: saw that as well. well, that as well. Uh, I, I think uh, if you remember, Christian, 2016 uh, si Presidente Duterte po makpo ng presidente with uh, Alan Peter Cayetano. But we also know that uh, he was also in alliance with Bombong uh, Marcos from, uh, from the north. So I think uh, that formula might be a possibility as well. You might have run with somebody or maybe run with as president and have a couple of vice presidents, uh, regional as maybe, so that to, to gather the, the votes. So that might be a possibility. I do not uh, take it out uh, that they might do it again. They have uh, done that in 2016. But if you are saying that we are bothered by it, I think it is something that uh, we are we will be ready to, to step up to the challenge. Um, we have talked to the nominees that we will present uh, starting June 12th, and I am confident, as I said, that all of these nominees would uh, work together, unite to whoever would be the candidate selected. And uh, once united, I am very sure that we will uh, turn out a victory come May okay.
0: 2020. So that, 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 that idea of a Sara Duterte, you vote your tandem, being floated by one former congressman, you think that could be a strategy? Because in the Philippines, we don't have this tandem voting where the moment you vote for the president, automatically also vote for his or her vice president.
1: Yeah, that's why. uh I'm that they're getting the votes and I think they're getting, also courting the the GMA votes, the Gloria Macapagal Arroyo votes because uh, I think that uh, uh, Secretary Gilbert is is very much uh, well-associated uh, with the former president, former speaker Gloria Arroyo. So I think that would be a, a pitch to, again, um, continue the influence of uh, President Gloria. So if they like to uh, have a Gloria... Uh, puppet there, then the, that then you have it. That that's a uh, secretary Gilberto.
0: Okay, but but do you think Duterte in particular, President Duterte, has achieved a level such a level that he was able to already consolidate power from a national level? Because if you talk about the presidential election, it's it's much more complicated than the midterms, right? So you have to deal with different political forces, different different political families. You have the Villars, for instance. Etc. Etc. You also have Manny Pacquiao in the mix. I mean, do you honestly think that he was able to achieve that level of influence, to be able to dictate the outcome and the pace of the 2022 elections so much so that this brazen idea of uh, having the daughter and the father running under the same ticket?
1: You know, I, I think if they have that confidence that they have the 2022 elections in the pocket, I don't think the idea of a uh, president duterte as vice president would even come up i think they are ensuring uh their their win or their influence by making a president duterte still as vice president because uh, christian what is the message being sent to the people to the business sector to the voters to the local government to the uh to the local chief executives is that at the end of the day it is still uh, president duterte who will be calling the shots and if you did not tow the line, come election, and if he will win, then he will know because he will still be the one calling the shot. So um, I think that's why they would like to preserve uh, and make sure that he will win because I don't think they are confident that they, as I said, have it in the pocket. And also, as you said, the consolidation is not clear because you know, after uh, uh, the at this July, Uh, the president's obviously a lame duck president and then whoever would be the anointed one would be where where everybody goes no but uh i think if he will be still be the vice presidential candidate then technically he will not be a lame duck president because everybody will see that he will still uh, reign in power after may 2022 if of course if he wins but uh But but, but again,
0: again, that's a big if because you also need to consider the the very limited powers and responsibilities that the vice president uh, has under the Philippine Constitution. But then again, this is the Philippines. We understand the reality.
1: A position can only be as uh, strong
0: as the incumbent, as they say.
1: The framers of our constitution, Christian, did not uh, envision that a president would go down to the level of uh, putting himself so low to run for vice president just for personal uh, gain no um kumbaga yung, yung scenario na hindi na isip plus i guess hindi rin natin naisip na yung scenario na yung anak o kaya yung photo bomber na naging senador eh ngayon gustong magpresident syempre kung sabihin lang niya na <coughs> mag-resign ka o bumababa ka diyan and then of course then that would uh, open up a, a way for succession of the president that's why as I said, that uh, that scenario is not far-flung in the same way that the scenario of a president going down to a vice president is not uh, far-flung given the, the capacity of this uh, administration to disrespect, disregard uh, the constitution and uh, the rule of the land.
0: And perhaps this is only consistent with uh, this uh, interesting description of President Duterte as a disruptive uh, president. Uh, that could swing both ways, right? For better or for worse.
1: For better or for worse, yeah. Well, but whatever uh, you would like to describe in which, but uh, as I said, no. Uh, do you like uh, six more years of uh, of failed uh, pandemic response? Do you like... Siya na rin na nagsabi, Christian, eh? uh, three to six months, tatapusin niya ang uh, drug war. Hindi naman niya natapos. Siya na rin na nagsabi, six months, tatapusin niya ang corruption. Hindi naman niya natapos. Siya na rin na nagsabi, 3 days 3 3 days 3 to 6 days taposit niya ang rice cartel ang endo hindi din niya nagawa siya na rin naman na nagsabi pagdating sa West Philippine Sea inútil siya eh gusto ba natin ng another 6 years na presidente na inútil sa West Philippine Sea so i guess okay. that's, that's why as i said i think uh, the Filipino people the Filipino voter will reject uh this type of uh, presidency for uh, 2022
0: but remember it's not President Duterte running for president anymore in 2022. One option yeah. is Sara Duterte herself. So, which is which is she may uh, not necessarily be bound by the false or unfulfilled promises of her own father.
1: Well, uh, I don't think. Uh, kung baga, ano lang yan, uh, Christian, kung manga, manga pa rin. kung apple apple pareh, di ba? <laughs> Hindi naman pwedeng from an apple tree you will have an orange. So it is the same. Uh, same tree same fruit and uh, you would see naman the the reactions of uh mayor sara did she contradict the ejk did she contradict or fight for west philippine sea did she uh, contradict the hindi pinatuloy yung endo, nung tatay niya? so did he, did she contradict the loans uh, that the president has 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 uh done so it's, it's still a continuation. Anything that the father did, it, uh, it is actually a, a mirror of what the father has, has done from, from Davao City onwards.
0: Okay. Also, this uh, earlier I was, I was asking about this uh, consolidation of forces uh, from a national level. Uh, because again, it's different if you, if you talk about the presidential election. In this case, don't you think even uh, members of the administration, administration coalition might be turned off by this brazen attempt to float a possible Duterte Duterte tandem because a vice presidential run might, in itself, be brazen already for for some people. But if you talk about a daughter and father tandem, that is even more brazen. And don't you think that could end up turning off members of the uh, administration coalition?
1: Uh, Christian, turning them off is a very light word, actually. Um, I cannot. I'm not at liberty to tell their, their names, but uh, let me just assure you that starting October, once the certificate of candidacies have been filed, you will see a lot of uh, local chief executives and a lot of people in government until election day uh, uh, jumping the jumping the fence. And um, as I said, no, isa-isa isayan lili and they will see that uh, indeed. Uh, the, uh, the the tide or the bandwagon will uh, uh, go on the side of the alternative or, or isang bayan or the opposition. And uh, they would see that uh, this uh, ploy of the government is only uh, it's nothing but a ploy to perpetuate a family in power.
0: Okay. Uh, again, we, we still cannot get in touch with attorney Raul Lambino, but we have on the line... Um, congressman joey salceda Uh, good evening sir and thank you for joining us on the program our apologies for the very short notice but we appreciate your participation in this conversation congressman joey you may unmute now good evening sir
2: yes (laughs) because of the very
0: interesting developments over the past several days. In particular, Um, the statement that you made that, no doubt, according to you, uh, Sara Duterte is going to run for president, and it's possible that she might be running unopposed. What is the uh, basis of this very bold prediction of yours?
2: Howard knows me. He knows my political instincts. We're both from the same province. We may differ in principles, but I think in terms of political assessment, we just look at the numbers. Me, I'm based on the numbers Uh, empirically. If you look at the surveys, the trending, we look at the top six. Six are from the administration. And then, of course, Lenny. And the only formidable opposition is really just Lenny. And I think, well, based on their own statements and Mm -hmm. our statements, um, she may um, what I said is she may be significantly unopposed okay pero no doubt sabi niyo, that she would she will run for president oh there's no doubt if I can show you all my chats with whom with Sara.
0: did she categorically, categorically say that she's going it's to living, run for president well uh,
2: sabi ko paano to Maraming gusto mag-interview sa akin uh, kasi I was apologetic that uh, again, the issue was open uh, that uh, I said that I want that cheese, the, the cheese running. And sabi niya, okay lang yung Kong, ikaw na muna. Ubra
0: pa ba itong ganitong style, Congressman Salceda, yung pakipot, playing coin? pakipot yung, yung, yung playing coin. Pero in reality, that's pakipot uh, strategy, di ba? We saw this already in 2016. It worked this for president Um, I think um uh, it's already
2: it's the betting season, you know. By May next year, you will be voting, and you will be voting for people. who will file on October. And therefore the vetting season already starts because you only have four months before October. So you cannot choose people who did not file unless you can do again another substitution like uh, the father, uh, like uh, President Duterte. So, I think, um, may problematize the sounds. I don't know, um, huh? I, I can uh, hear you. Beneath, beneath the movements are there, uh, you can see political rearrangements already uh, emerging, uh, although they're not being announced. Uh, alliances are being formed to support her candidacy. Okay, w- when will she, when does she intend to make this announcement? Uh, um, uh, would it be actual October filing of COCs or she might? <laughs> Tanungin ko. Kasi kanina tinanong ko eh. Kasi pumunta nga si Gibo at saka si doon kay Sara eh. So, sabi ko, ano to? Ito na ba to? Sabi niya, well, not just like what he, she answers, no comment. Sabi ko, hindi ako media, wag mo bigyan ng o no comment. <laughs> okay.
0: Ano yung ano? What do you make of that uh, uh, photo that was shared by Congressman uh, Daya. Andaya? Sinasabi niya na deal. Duterte, is
2: that true uh, i'm not sure um, i'm not privy to all the other things i i think uh, uh, just looking at their persona and matching it with the political landscape i think um, one uh, if you track the vaccination, uh, the vaccine per day is already above the level that's needed in order to, uh, per day in order to uh, um, reach herd immunity uh, in the target date and very much well ahead of, the, of the, the election day itself. Number two, the contract with Pfizer is the single largest Pfizer contract outside the U.S. So, so what does this have
0: to do with the preparations? For well,
2: at that time, why I feel comfortable with their candidacy, if it's just the general macro environment, when the general disen, disenchantment is really about the handling of the pandemic. Okay. So I think there will be. Uh, when I said rag, Sarah would run, the market jumped from six two to six eight, and you can look at the charts.
0: Okay, Pero, pero my question, na, Congressman Salceda, uh, I'll say this in Filipino because this is how people who saw uh, that that possibility described it. Indi masadong garapal if you are going to I mean, field your own daughter to run for president in the next election cycle. I don't that's one. Garapal na raw yon, de ba? It's not and the worst. kung si Duterte mismo tata for vice president.
2: Uh, the 30, I don't think the president will accept the resolution. Uh, it is the usual thing, you know, there are the same resolutions were made for Ramos to continue running the ship through Pirma, even for Gloria. And, you know, there are these things are uh, very now well unique to Filipino uh um, well, no matter how. Okay, but they saw the 30% presidential uh, pero yung, run. Yung, pero sinasabi mo na no, bakit lagi siya 26%, 60% to Mindanao. Saan ka kukuha ng pang pangtapat sa 60% ng Mindanao? Tapos uh, kung tataklo yan, I'm sure that uh, some of the other people who depend on the Mindanao vote, and uh, the, based on the political arrangements or the alliances, she would already have two of the biggest, and she has five.
0: K- Kanina, when, uh, before you joined, uh, uh, Attorney Kaliha and I were talking about this possibility. So sabi niyo, you would circle the wagons when you talk about a Duterte-Duterte tandem. Sige, let's talk about the possible Sara duterte perspective What circle the wagons? Wagon? I
2: did not say that. I don't, I don't, see, I don't see the possibility of a the third.
0: But I thought you I don't made see use that of that idiomatic expression. Anyway, I must, I must have misheard you. Anyway, you don't see that possibility. Sige. Pero yung 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 sarado tert presidential mean. run in itself, hindi ba masyadong ano yun? Um,
2: iya, yeah, very Anong brazen. Huh? How brazen is he? Was not nominated. Is he's being nominated by the survey? You mean? You
0: have so many choices supposedly given the population of the Philippines, but after. Yeah, it's. The and, you know, all the surveys
2: shows that the. Well, at the end of the day, the people's choice is sovereign, and the current preferences all consistently over several surveys, uh, She she, the lowest she gets is 26. So, so ultimately, it it's the, the choice of the people. Precisely. So I think at this point, with only four months before July, I before October. I think see, and uh, all the names that are being posted, uh, let's say the top six, um, then is probably the only formidable opposition there. Okay, I think it was political uh, science professor,
0: Julio Tehanque who made use of this term before, whenever people would say that uh, ultimately, it's the choice of the people in the ballot but here, according to him, you're basically talking about procedural democracy, meaning democracy reduced to procedures. But before that actual ballot is cast, you saw a lot of politicians. In this case, perhaps President Duterte already consolidating power, resources, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, to make sure that he would be uh, perpetuated uh, in power. How would you respond to that?
2: You are don't support the president. I cannot speak about it. But don't support me me Sarah I you have to tell me which one of those uh, what activities can be uh, attributed to her
0: the fact there that she are political is that the, forces is the president in
2: the main political groupings that are now of course convinced that uh, she should run and they are supporting her okay.
0: We're nearing the tail end of our uh, program for tonight. Uh, again, I'd like uh, Attorney Howard to respond to that, uh, to those statements by the Congressman Salceda. So basically, uh, thank you. Form- formidable candidate from the opposition is Lenny. but given uh, salamat, the numbers, mukhang, uh, ano siya, magiging sure victory for Sara Duterte.
1: Hindi naman po sa tingin ko uh, Number one, salamat, uh, Christian, at uh, Good evening, uh, Kong Joey, I- idol ko yan. So sabi nga niya, kasama kami sa probinsya but if you look at this at it this way no uh, there's nothing going for Sarah except the 30 brand if you look at uh, capability if you look at uh, track record i would uh, vote uh, congressman joey anytime for president or vice president <laughs> uh, mas magaling yan talaga kay ano kay Sarah. but uh, sadly um Mas sikat si dahil anak siya nung Presidente. That, that is the only thing going uh, for her. Um, I, I understand uh, and uh, uh, trust uh, that uh, we look at the same numbers, uh, Kong Joey already said that, but uh, I think what numbers we have now is only a snapshot of what is today, but not what we will have come May 2022. Um, it's still a long way ahead. And uh, as I said, it is an uphill battle for us. But uh, trust you, me, Christian, and uh, Kong Joey, um, we will uh, unite the opposition. We will unite the democratic forces. It might be an impossible dream, but I am sure that uh, once united, we will uh, come up with the numbers come May 2022, which is what counts, you know? The numbers today does not count. What will count will be the numbers come election day in May 2022. And whatever it is that... uh, there, I mean, hindi ko naman sinasabing uh, may nagawa o walang nagawa sa akin. That is uh, that is another issue for the candidates to to say or to to explain during okay. the campaign <clears throat> Okay, final response from
2: Congressman Salceda. Okay, last word from you. You, I don't know. You always say that you cannot uh, sign the sins of the father if if as defined by uh, forward to to their sons but I wouldn't use that argument. Number one, when she was uh, she was RDC chair, she doubled the G- uh, regional GDP from 3.4 to, to 7, uh, uh, from 3.7 to 7.4. Number two, when I was working with her as RDC chair, we sit together as our co president in Luzon RDC. I could see her quite differently uh, she surround, She has a complete stop work. You know, every time she, before she says something, there's a like a, a folder okay. being brought to her, and I could see that uh, that ex- she would have a more expansive access okay. to um, what you can call the the, the the. Okay. Like unlike the father who surrounded himself with all the ex generals, this 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 time around it would be a different thing because the way I saw her. When the LPLCAC was announced, she said, why give this money to DAVA anybody can get? what's given to the about? Okay. so you can see judicious use of resources I, I can okay. name you so many okay. things that well, basically on she's on said
0: she, she has her own uh, accomplishments but unfortunately uh, thank you guys for joining us this evening we have to end this uh, interview already because uh, <laughs> it's way past our time <laughs> for this particular time slot but thank you very much Congressman Joey Salceda for joining us uh, thank you very much, Attorney Howard Calleja. And again, unfortunately, uh, Attorney Raul Lombino is not able to join us. Good evening, gentlemen, and thank you for joining us tonight.
1: Thank you. Thank you, Christian. Thank, thank you, you. Joey. Thank
0: okay. you. And that's it for this episode. This has been your host, Christian Esguera. Watch this episode again on i tfc or listen to our podcast on Spotify. Now, for recaps, exclusive content, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel or catch up with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See you again tomorrow after the fact.